Welcome to DC Collecticast, talking action figures and collectibles from the DC Universe. I am your host, Benjamin David. Welcome back. I know it's been a minute. It's been about a month, uh, but we're going back to bi-weekly episodes, so not to worry. Forever Diecast returns. Tim Jack from at Batman underscore forever underscore diecast on Instagram returns. Our co-correspondent, basically a co-host here, has agreed to come back. Uh, to do Batmobile updates. So he does that today, specifically specializing in die-cast Batmobiles, but he knows a ton about DC and DC collectibles, so welcome back, Tim Jack. (laughs) Uh, Last episode, we were in New York, New York Toy Fair 2019. I am covering collectibles for C506.net, the awesome, uh, excuse me, Latin American website, uh, geek site, and I've been writing for them, so they got me press passes, so gracias for those press passes, and I was covering Toy Fair, got a whole bunch of coverage live from Cryptozoic, from Funko, and from DC Collectibles, interviews with all those companies. It was an amazing time. So check out episode 10 of DC Collecticast for that, Uh, but we're back to a home interview. We got Tim Jack with us, and yeah, thanks again for coming back, Tim. At DC Collecticast on Instagram, check us out, follow us, uh, comicbookintl.com, that is the network on which DC Collecticast, uh, in which DC Collecticast lives, check out uh, all our shows on the network, I'm going to talk about some of the newer shows in just a minute, but yeah, comicbookintl.com, at comicbookintl on, ins- on uh, excuse me, on Twitter, as well as at DC Collecticast on Twitter. C506 for toy reviews. Uh, I've been doing toy interviews and stuff uh, from DC Collecticast as well as Above and Batman Beyond or or other show here in the network. But now I am doing uh, reviews. So I just did a Batman Beyond uh, PVC diorama from Diamond Select. Thank you to Diamond for sending me that. As well as uh, Cryptozoic Lois Lane little DC bombshell. She's adorable and I just did a review for that. So check out C506.net for those. Benjamin David. Um, we got some giveaways to come and yeah. Oh, sorry. Patreon, patreon.com slash Batman beyond podcast. That's patreon.com slash Batman beyond podcast. Can't forget to talk about the Patreon. You can help out uh, all the shows at the, here at the CBI network by uh, helping us out there. So please do that. Um, but as I was saying, giveaways, baby. Yeah. Stay tuned to the show. All you gotta do is listen to our show and you can get free DC collectibles. Beat that. Also to come, we got Toy Shiz, at Toy Shiz, uh, T-O-Y-S-H-I-Z on Instagram, like 35,000 followers, uh, I think he's got at this point, met him at Toy Fair, the man, met him at the DC Collectibles booth, we clicked immediately, it was like, you gotta come on the show, he came on the show, and next episode is with Toy Shiz. Uh, once again, back to bi-weekly episodes, so uh, you just gotta wait two weeks for Toy Shiz. So, all the other shows on our network, we got Above and Batman Beyond. Uh, if you like Young Justice, the new Young Justice season, we got the music people, uh, the composers, Michael McQuish and Christopher Carter and Lolita Ritmanis, who composed the music for that show. So that'll be the next episode of Above and Batman Beyond. 80s, 90s movie cast, the newest show to our network. Uh, my co-host, Tim, is another Tim. Timmy Spielman is exactly my age, so we love to talk about the 80s and 90s. He's an expert on film. We just went and saw Captain Marvel, so next episode will be the how 90s Captain Marvel is. Not like a review, but just how 90s it was. <laughs> and our first episode dropped two weeks ago with a Hard Target, John Woo and One Hard Target. 
Batyard's Finest. We talked about Toy Fair last episode. Uh, this is our Batman Superman show. And we talked about Toy Fair because there was a bunch of, obviously, Batman Superman stuff at Toy Fair. We also talk about a ton of DC animated movies on that show, bringing you the finest of Batman and Superman in pop culture. Uh, Get Future Eyes is coming, our intellectual show, our intellectual, nerdy, futuristic sci-fi show. So stay tuned for that. Again, it's Get Futurized. And then finally, Update Nerd Style. I definitely wanted to tell you guys about this show because um, it is a toys and game show, technically. Marvel, anime, and gaming, they talk about a lot of gaming. Uh, Owen Kinnear and his co-host Tilted Cone do a lot of Mortal Kombat, a bunch of stuff. So check out Update Nerd Style. Enjoy this episode of DC Collecticast. All right, so yeah, man, that's all exciting. And literally, we just talked about how it's, you know, the Batman's 80th. That logo also is on, I don't know if you mentioned this, but it's on the packaging on the card art of the Batman the Animated Series uh, Batwing, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it It looks like the same packaging that came out literally last year, but as me being a completist and being someone that likes variation, it has that, it has that logo of the 8th anniversary logo of Batman. So that's the new packaging. Um, same, besides the Batwing, all the other cars are exactly the same. There's no variation in the cars at all. It's just the card itself is the variation. So a lot of people think that, oh man, you know, it's 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 not it's 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 the same. Yeah, it's the same, but the but the card is the card actually is, is different. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So how many different variations are there? Well, I mean, if you look at this, I mean, this, aside from the cars with introduced, it's just the differences. There's no difference um, from when these five came out, uh, except for the animated series Batmobile, which came out originally in this line uh, back in the early uh, 2000s. Now, when you say this line, does that mean the 150th? Yeah, the 150th scale. That's that's correct. That's right. So you know the animated series, the animated series one was actually introduced back in 2007, but it had different a variation in different. Uh, it was glossed black, and it had different type of wheels. They were more of a, a more of a silverish, copperish wheel as opposed to the gray wheels that came that came out recently. <clears throat> Is this why? DC Collectibles put out two different Batmobiles. There's a deluxe and then the gray wheel one that first came out. Well, they actually, it, <coughs> it actually, re, it was retooled. So yeah, it was, it's variation because it's retooled. I thought maybe we'll make it better. I actually have on my page, I actually have both versions, the newer one and the older one side by side. And you can see the difference of, of each, of each one. Oh no, I was talking about the, DC Collectibles, the big one. Yeah, the... Well, which, which one? So, the DC Collectibles, like, one for the six-inch action figure scale. Okay. Yeah, it, is, that, is that diecast? Because... No, no, not at all. But I was saying I thought it was interesting because you were saying that they put out two variations and the color differences 
were the same color differences between the DC collectibles ones. So like the first one that came out, it had the gray wheels and then they put out a deluxe. Like I have the deluxe, which is, it's got like, um, like chrome type metal like shine on it and then yeah. on the wheels yeah so what what happened was it, it looks like when that when the mns series battle bill first came out and hot wheels first made it they made it into a 150th scale that came out in 07 and that 07 model was a gloss black and like you said those 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 greenish kind of silverish metal wheels well when the when the new one came out just last year it was retooled to a matte black, non-glossed, and gray wheels. They they re retooled it. A lot of folks think that that one version's better. I personally like the one that was glossed, but that's my opinion. So, it's it is a difference. And of course, Tim Jack knows the difference. <laughs> <laughs> and. And there was also a new line that just came out called the Hot Wheels Premium DC, which included the the '89 Batmobile, um, and dare I say it, the Bat, the Bats, which I'm not a fan of at all. No, no, from Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, and two vehicles, <laughs> two vehicles from the Aquaman movie, which was the black mantis ship and mirrors ship which i did not get i just i don't know i, I that didn't appeal to me at all so i, I passed on the hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you're not required to get vehicles from atlantis so I, I know right i know and of course the the latest case of hot wheels is there was a scooby-doo um colored batmobile from the same the cast the cast of brave and the bold so that's a kind of a fun car if you're into scooby-doo yeah i'm on your instagram that's cool <laughs> yeah right i can't now i have two but i want to find another one to crack open to put it on my spinner to display it oh it's got the killing joke bat front <laughs> <laughs> like on the killing joke he's the batmobile he's got that big it's the cowl just yeah. Like, the grill is a giant cowl. Yeah, but, you, you know, that came... From, and they Scooby-Doo'd it. <laughs> yeah, that came from the cartoon um, Batman, uh, Raven of Old, which aired, um, which aired what, eight years ago, probably, I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah, so that's that's cool. I mean, that's, that's a good piece. Uh, it's funny because it's hard to find, and it's still... And on eBay, it goes for about between... Eight to fourteen dollars. Now, is that from an animated movie that they did? Actually, it was a series. Actually, well, I know Batman: Brave and the Bull was a series, but yeah, there wasn't a Scooby Doo. Yeah, that was a Scooby Doo and Batman when when Batman Robin met Scooby Doo and his gang. That was that was an animated movie that came out. I think in what oh eight, right? Yeah, but it's funny because that had nothing to do with the car. Nothing. It had nothing to do with what. With the car. <laughs> Wait, so this car is just made up? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> so who designed it? Hot Wheels? Well, well, no, I'm saying that this, how this car looks, it, it wasn't even in the cartoon. So it wasn't even, you know, and it doesn't do what Scooby-Doo and his gang <laughs> painting over the Batmobile. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's made up. That's funny. That's even funnier. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, action figure companies do that all the time. It's like there are so many Batman the Animated Series figures of, like, Bruce Wayne Racer. Yeah. And just crap that's never on the show. Yeah, I'm, it, it, and it'll be there until it goes in a bargain bin. <laughs> also pick it up for a buck. I mean, it, yeah, happens all the time. I was at um, Jersey Shore Toy Show, or I, f- I feel bad for not knowing it at this point. I should be promoting it. Uh, but, yeah, it's in Wall. They did one in November. They did one Wall, New Jersey. Uh, they did one in... Excuse me, November and December. I went November. I missed December, unfortunately, but um, the show took a break. But anyway, uh, November, <laughs> um, I went and it was cool because like I saw a lot of that. There was a guy that had a lot of the old Kenner animated series and the figures, and I was just like, oh my god! And one of them was, it was literally Bruce Wayne and either Racer or something, and he was. He had this like it looked like the Batmobile, but it's Bruce Wayne driving. It's yeah. like, like it doesn't look enough like. It, I'm sorry. It, it so it doesn't look like. It looks like a car based on the Batmobile, but Bruce Wayne, like I guess a billionaire would be able to just race cars like Tony Stark, and and he does in the. I guess that's comic accurate too because he does in Dark Knight Returns. Right. Well, yeah. Which of course is. But that's kind of funny that the animated series never saw that. Yeah, I mean, he in the movie he he drove that that kind of light bluish Lamborghini, um, so which was which they made that into a Hot Wheel in the Batman line. Huh. Nice. Did they do the uh, Suicide Squad uh, purple Lamborghini? No. The Joker car? No, it was just it was just the bluish uh, Lam- Lambo. No, no, I'm asking, did they do that for Suicide Squad? No, I, I don't think so. Uh, that sucks. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so that's really all I have for uh, uh, for diecast. <laughs> I do I do have an update since this is going to be since I'm basically reporting. All of the 80th anniversary stuff yes. for, for Batman. Um, I did want to report that just recently they came out with a Series One Batman Black and White minifigure, which is about three three and a half inches. Mm-hmm. Which, Saw these at uh, Toy Fair. Yeah, right. So I have them all. As you can see, I have them all on my spinner on my on my page, and it showcases <laughs> uh, each artist's rendition of their Batman from. Darwin Cook, which I'm a fan of. Oh, that's one of my faves. Yeah, Patrick Gleason, um, Amanda Connor, which I loved her art. Oh, oh Jason Fabok, which I love his art as well. Old school Dick Sprang from back in the day. Fifties, <gasps> yeah. Yeah, and Frank Quietly, which you know, if you know anything about him, you know he's a great, phenomenal artist. Yeah, worked with uh, Grant Morrison a lot on. That's right. What was it the, the Batman Robin books? Yeah, All Star Superman also. So, oh wow, that's good stuff. So you know those figures have hits, and it, it appears that those are Walmart only. I've only found them at Walmart, which really, but they're blind bags. And these are DC collectibles. Yeah, I saw these uh, again. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't know. I didn't expect DC collectibles like this to be available at retailers like Walmart. Right. So they're blind bags. So you don't. You don't know what you get unless you open them up. So I had to kind of buy like twenty to to get all get all six in the first wave. <laughs> huh. yeah. That's it. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, you can see them also displayed on my page, uh, except for Amanda Connor. I got her. I got her later on. So I, I have the other five <clears throat> in a roundabout turntable displaying. So so is she is his like uh, cartoony looking Amanda Connors or hers? No, hers looks great. I mean, it looks good. Well, because like Harley, her rendition of Harley has got, it's kind of like a very fun, bubbly, like, no cartoonish almost. The only one of those cartoonish is, of course, Dick Sprang. I shouldn't say cartoonish because it's detailed, but it's like. No, no. Her, hers looks great. I mean, hers is a nice looking figure. Nice. See, one of my favorites among all the Batmans in the six. Did they do a Batman? Wait, what's your favorite? Well, I like the Amanda Connor figure. Oh, that's oh, you're saying that's your favorite of them? Yeah, of all, nice. yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. Sweet, yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, and last but not least, uh, they just released the DC Primal Age Batman figure with the gray and black costume. F yes. So, you know, I got two. <laughs> Because it's just a great figure. That's it? I mean, yeah, because that's all they had. I mean, if you're a fan of He-Man, you're going to like this line. And I picked up Wonder Woman and the first blue and gray Batman. because I And I have it displayed. So it's a great figure. So They're so sweet. Yeah, I have them both displayed. I have Batman. I ordered it from Target. Because honestly, Batman's hard to find now. Regular Batman Primal Age. Yeah, uh, the blue and gray, I know. When, yeah, I had to get it. I literally had to order it from Target.com. Like, when the hell do I ever do that? Yeah, right? Which I had, which I only bought one because all I saw was one. And I just op- I opened them up because, you know, the bubble uh, was cracked. So I just cracked them open. And the other weird thing about that is they were originally Amazon exclusives. What? Really? Because I, I heard that they were... Well, so Wave 1 of Primal Age was... Yeah, Wave 1 of Primal Age when it dropped in either November, I think November it dropped, because I was at New York Comic Con, I interviewed um, Cameron over there at the, which is cool, because he's on a lot of those videos, I was like, oh, it's Cameron, um, <laughs> I, and I saw him last year, and I, I also, I didn't interview him, but I saw him at Toy Fair the year before that, I didn't go to Toy Fair last year, but I've seen him a couple times, but it was cool to actually interview him this time, he's really cool, very helpful, Um and yeah, the, the I didn't so primal age like I didn't know it existed until I got to Comic Con. I guess I was so busy with like other other collectibles booths and like I promote the other ones heavier than than Funko, and I didn't even know Primal Age existed. And he goes, so now we have this new line that we're premiering, and it's the masters of the universe figure designs with, I was like, dude, just stop talking and bring me over there now. Right. Which I've heard in some targets, if you can find the bat cave, it's already on clearance. Yeah. That's crazy. Like why I hear, I, I did hear there were some reviews that it's not, who cares? Whatever, dude. It's so, it's like cheap enough and, it's so cool, dude. And yeah, now it's down to like forty-five bucks on Amazon. I saw that. I saw it on Amazon too for much. It it was seventy when it came out. Th- that's well, shoot. <laughs> Mine had it for, uh, yeah, for about eighty bucks. Your what? The Target had it for eighty bucks. Yeah. What? Yeah. Because you know why? Because I saw it. What is it now on clearance? Uh, like 
$49.99. I guess Target had to make their 10 bucks because it dropped on Amazon. And also, I wasn't, you know, when I when I saw it, I wasn't even in, in my local state. I was in a different state, so. Hmm, yeah, I have not seen that on my Target. Yeah, it does vary, but it's a cool, it's a cool piece, man. I, you know, it, it's. I think I have to get it. I mean, it's, especially now that it's down to 45 bucks. Yeah. If I can, if I can find it, like, because I just don't want to pay shipping, but you know, to pay it, you know, online. If I can find it locally, I, I will. <laughs> yeah. Do you have Amazon? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's 45 Prime. Oh yeah. So that's where I'll probably get it from then. That's what I'm thinking too. It's like, you know, if you're not paying shipping and it's 45. Yeah. It's pretty nice. But besides that, yeah, that's what's going on right now um, in the in that realm of of bat of Batmobiles and and or Batman. I am so glad you're on this show, man. <laughs> Talking about Primal Age and the Batmobile. Now, one little tidbit on Batmobiles. Now, I have a buddy that on Instagram that wants to. He has access to Jada's one thirty thirty seconds. Uh, Batmobile Tumblr in the in the camo version, which I've heard that it hasn't been released yet in the states for some reason. I don't know why, hmm. but that scale has not. Only the one twenty fourth scale, which ironically I don't have. You know, I guess because it's camo and he didn't really drive it. It was more of a of a Bane vehicle. But I'll get it eventually. But you know, I told him, I said, look, if you get that for me out of, out of country, then I'll give you one of my bat wings. So he said, yeah, when it's available, <laughs> since, he, since he's in Malaysia, when it's available, then we'll just swap. Great. Trading Batmobiles cross continents. Right. <laughs> At comicbookintl.com. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Why that's such a hard deal to find, but uh, that's fine. I mean, anything to pad the collection, I'm for it. Wow. Yeah. But but yeah, that's really about all my updates I had. I'm just, you know, again, stay tuned because you never really know. Um, well, there is actually one, but this hasn't been confirmed through my sources, but I've seen pictures. Go for it. That <laughs> it's funny. <because> <laughs> I was like, I am shameless. I want to hear it. I was like, where is that? So apparently they have. Um, a new Batmobile with, with other characters in the uh, Hot Wheels character cars line with the with an action feature on the of the car, and it, it's cool because the car art is awesome. It has Batman in his in his gray uh, outfit with the, his uh, his blue cowl and his black and yellow symbol on his chest hmm. car is the same color what yeah so that really probably just, just got released probably just the last week because i haven't seen it in my in my spots but i'm sure i'll get it this week knowing me and it'll be <laughs> on my it'll be on my on my page for review <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i mean really that sounds incredible it's funny because character cars, it's funny because... So what style of mobile is it, though? And and that's what I was getting at. See, in character cars, they're not they're not 
based off of any Batmobile ever seen or ever done. It's Mattel's version of it's a basic car. Um, I have a lot of them on my page, and they're not truly Batmobiles, if you will, but they have Batman's colors and or symbol on the vehicle. But it's not a true, real... It's more It's more like a fantasy car, if you will. Well, they're all fantasy cars, but this is more of a real fantasy car. So Mattel designed and built this thing themselves? Yeah, sort of like Mattel built and designed um, um, this first year's case of the blue Batmobile. That was that was designed by Mattel. That wasn't a Batmobile ever ever introduced. Which one is this? The the blue one, the 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 light the the like the royal blue Batmobile that came out just last year, probably in December. It's on my page too. Oh my god, this thing! All right, so again, this is the, the 2019 Hot Wheels Batmobile designed by Mattel. I finally found it. <laughs> we had to uh, cut to find it, but yeah. Oh my god. So, so basically, this is like uh, Mattel's mainline character car, which that's what they do. I mean, they'll sometimes just make up cars um, and put it in the line. And this is one that was never ever. This is a car that was just, it's just their their brand. Good God. And uh, listeners, it's on his October 16th, 2018, to just, uh, if you want a visual reference while you're listening, October 16th, 2018, at Batman underscore forever underscore diecast. So, yeah, that, I mean, this thing, it looks, the back of it looks like a Lambo, and then the front of it's all classic Batmobile. Yeah. And, and it's funny because a lot of folks didn't like this i mean i could really i love it you know i can still find these on the pegs it's amazing i like it yeah i mean i wouldn't say it's my favorite but it's has enough classic um the exaggerated long front you know obviously i'm an animated series guy so um i also like in this not just how modern like the lambo back is but the just how the windshield and the windows are just one wrap, like strip of glass, red glass. Yeah, and then it, it's red. So guess what? I had a buddy of mine that is <laughs> cool, and it's also under here too. He actually used the same model, and he painted it black, which is above, and put real riders on, on this. Looks really good. And it's it's up some. If you scroll back up, you'll see two of them with different types of rims. Uh, scroll up. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, right. Nice. So one, yeah, one has like chrome rims. Um, and one has yeah. Wow, man. Yeah. So many cars in this profile. I get so lot. Last episode, I, I met, I DM'd, uh, Tim after, and I was like, hopefully next time I'm, I, I can actually sound like I'm not just completely distracted by one of the greatest profiles on Instagram. <laughs> I just get so lost, and I'm listening. It's just like, 
when you're done talking, I'm still looking at shit. I'm just like, huh? Yeah, I mean, I even like to display like if I have a cool comic book, I'll display that with with the normally with the car. He drove in the comic book because it just makes it that that cool. You know, it's like okay. <laughs> Because you're a huge comic collector as well, or you used to be more so, right? I, I used to be, but I, I still I still like the classics. Rush, I still like key issues, and if I if I have some, when I want to display, you know, like I did with uh, Batman Year Two, then I, I'll display that with with you know a car that he drove similar in that in that book. Oh, word! Yeah. Hey, so what about this post, December 26th, 2018, 2019 Hot Wheels Batmobile custom work by the Killing Joke. Oh, I see. So it's the Killing Joke. This is a guy who customized the Mattel. Because I, I noticed, I was like, ooh, now I know this information. And that's the Mattel design. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my, that's my buddy. And he does awesome work. I mean, he, I, I've known him for a while ever since I started this page. And he just does great work. I mean, I'll go, hey. Hey Leo, can you go and hook me up? And he will. He just he'll get it to me and send it to me. So awesome. We should uh yeah. So let's promote him at, at the underscore killing underscore joke oh six. Yeah, I mean he's and he does all. If you look at his profile, he does all kind of customs. I mean, this guy this guy knows his stuff. So I mean he's did a lot of stuff for me. I would say probably about in my case, I would say probably about. Uh, four or five different pieces. So we should see if you want to come on the show. Yeah, most uh, I sure will. I mean, he <laughs> likes to promote his stuff as well. So Sweet. He, he's also a Batman fan. Um, so he, <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, we always we always talk about Batman stuff <laughs> on DM. So <laughs> he's a good guy. Kick ass. Let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, that's funny because coming from the world more of action figures than uh, diecast and Batmobiles, it's cool to see, while I'm familiar with custom action figure people, I never thought of custom Batmobile people. That's right. I mean, but you, you know what, though? It makes sense. In the diecast world, this is nothing new. I mean, people customize, you know, even, even on eBay, you know, you can buy custom work. And then you're, they're able to put it right back in the card, and and you won't even know it even came out of the card because there's ways that you can take take the bubble off without even even messing up the uh, the artwork. So oh, cool, really? Yeah, yeah. You know, you put put a little acetone on the back of the card, it'll pop right off, and then pop back on, it seals itself up. Easy peasy, man. Oh, is this how he made these? Are these custom cards he made? No, those are those are mine. That's just bait. That's that's real stuff. The DC Sketch series. Oh yeah, that's not. Those aren't. Those are by Mattel. Those aren't custom. Oh okay, because I'm looking at the Killing Joke 06, and uh, he has these DC Sketch series, and it's like comic shots of the Joker and Harley. Card art, gorgeous card art. Yeah, yeah. Those those aren't customs card art. That's from Mattel, but. He does do, he does do. Uh, he can he can put it back on the card if he if he if he wants to. So, and the only one I bought from that series was was Batman. Oh, here's some bat news. Speaking of the Killing Joke, um, 
Did you see? I don't think it's real because it looks like. So the Joker trailer. No, you know what? I saw that. That's that. That's not real. That's not real. No, no. Now come on. It isn't. No, they won't. They won't pop a trailer till about really because it comes out what in October. Mm-hmm. That that was fan made. Right, because it was literally shots from what's it called the uh, from like that you know behind the scenes crap and people are shooting on their Instagram. No, it was over the place. That was that. It was good, but it was not by any means um, the real article. I mean, the amount of time people put into making shit that's never gonna happen is pretty funny. Right. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, for those unfamiliar, the Joaquin Joker movie, as I call it, <laughs> AKA Joker 84, because it's just, or sorry, I, I always mess it up when I say it and it's stupid because it's a joke. So it kills the delivery, but, uh, I call it dark Knight 1984 or dark Knight 84, because it's just like gritty Joker from the eighties. And it's like, we've seen gritty Joker. Well, and also I don't care if he's from the 80s. Everything now is from the 80s. Like, I, I, you know, I knew enough 80s stuff because I'm old enough. And now kids, even now, I'm sure kids are like, another 80s thing? Like, we're getting so much 80s. You literally have a movie in your own universe in the 80s. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Keep in mind. Well, this is what I think. Keep in mind that this movie is going to be totally different. This is not going to be, to me, I'm thinking... Uh, it won't have the same origin as any other Joker we've ever seen. To me, this is this is an Elseworlds movie. Oh, it is an Elseworlds movie, yeah. So to be clear, this is not connected to their DCEU universe of movies. No. So, I mean, <clears throat> you, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. You, you watch it. You enjoy it. Uh, Phoenix is a, is a phenomenal actor. He is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah of course. I mean, come on. I, I like him. He's good. He's going to do well. Robert De Niro's in it. Mark Maron's in it. But if people expect this to be a Heath Ledger, Jack Nicholson hybrid, they're mistaken. It's not going to be that way. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be Heath Ledger, but I still think it's just like another gritty Batman movie. Why? Well, you know, and I heard Batman won't even be in the movie. Yeah, and then why are you... Come on, man. A Joker movie with no Batman. Yeah. Or or and or with no Harley Quinn. So, yeah, I don't know. And also with that in mind, you know, Will Smith has basically said, I'm not doing uh, Squad 2 because he can't fit it in his schedule. Mm-hmm. Fine. So you get somebody else. I mean, it, I mean, to me, any actor can play a role. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. If given the proper script. So I don't care, you know, even I, I mean, well, in that movie, too, is actually it's not going to be um, and not to like correct you. But what's interesting about that, the new Suicide Squad, is that it's apparently so, yeah, Will Smith is not Deadshot. Um, apparently, Margot Robbie is coming back as Harley Quinn, but it's like a soft reboot, they're saying. Actually, you're correct. Actually, I heard it's going to be a reboot. And there, it's going to be called, get ready for this, The Suicide Squad. Yeah. Okay. I mean, <laughs> whatever floats. I mean, I, I think that's what it was called back in the 70s, but okay, whatever floats. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, but to me, you know what? They should have uh, other characters that were original members of of the squad. So I don't know. Yeah, that'd be dope. I mean, I personally am not attached to the first movie, so yeah, throw out whatever you want. I think Margot Robbie. I also, I mean. I don't know. I I don't want I cuz I think she did a great job. I also don't necessarily think she did what could be the best job with Harley Quinn. Um you know, I think there could be a lot better not maybe not better actresses, but between like if you did a different version of her slash and I think Suicide Squad would or sorry, if a soft reboot would give you that opportunity um i i if i was doing a soft reboot i think you know she's good but i would have switched i would switch up harley too yeah and then of course she's coming out with her whole movie birds of prey which yeah like let her be in that but i don't know but still i mean with that my reservations because she is not a part of birds of prey so Mm. i mean in theory yeah, and then of course they've they've younger down uh, Cassandra, which that's probably not a good move. So, you know, she's a she's a real young kid in that. Mm. Unless they're gonna unless they're gonna age her, I don't know. I just feel like they're not doing a disjustice uh, with, with Birds of Prey. Hmm, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, really, you know, what was great the Birds of Prey TV series back in the day. Early two thousands, baby. Yeah, when Bartle was in a wheelchair as Oracle. Okay. Yeah. Phenomenal. Great. Well, and I also heard, yeah, Batgirl's not gonna be in that movie, I heard. Well What the F, man. Well, not I mean, she will be, but as but as Cassandra Kane, but she's a kid. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's gonna not do as well as people expected because Yeah, like why not just do Barbara Gordon Oracle? Why mess around with it? Yeah, because she's not Oracle anymore. So, you know, the, after the whole reboot thing, you know, she got healed. <laughs> so Yeah. Like, God forbid, do Batgirl. But I heard, you know, they're going like, or this is what I hear people saying, and it makes sense that they want to kind of stay away from, again, once again, every movie's got to stay as far away from the most interesting character who is Batman. Uh they're always like, yeah, we want to stay away from Batman and this and blah, blah, blah. Like, when are they going to just do Batman? Well, actually, I don't know if we talked about this, but there's been some news like Matt Reeves let out some stuff and um, confirmed more of what he's going for with the Batman. So that's exciting. And apparently it's like definitely going into production either. I think I don't want to because I don't have the information in front of me, but it's definitely that he confirmed a release date of the next like couple years which is cool and they confirmed like a production um you know date of beginning whatever you call that yeah i've heard that it's already been set on the date which is in 2021 i think what i want to say june um that has been set um the script has been completed it's been written so now i guess with with pre-production he's trying to now uh find and get casting. So, oh man, casting, baby. Yeah, casting. Woo! I, I know that he's going with the noir. Yes. Look, which is great because it really shows. Yeah. So let's talk about what he said. Yeah. 
um, it really shows that he, he wants to have it sort of like, you know how you watch the 1950s black and white noir film? Sort of like that. He wants oh, to showcase God. He wants to showcase Bruce's ability to use his genius IQ to solve crime. Wait, are you saying a world's greatest detective? No. <laughs> Phenomenal, right? I'm like, like because because if you look at past films, Bruce has been smart, but he hasn't been like how we read in comics. He hasn't been able to use or deduce his you know his skill his his brain power to <laughs> solve mystery and guess what you don't even need a super villain give batman um uh, uh, give him how how he how should i say it solve a huge mystery that <laughs> in, involves taking down all of gotham great you know so hell yes he's going to he's going to that to aspect which is if he could pull that off, it'll make more money than I don't know than Aquaman. But you know, because Matt Reeves is a phenomenal director. He is phenomenal, dude. That Apes movie. I so I didn't see. Apparently, I saw only the middle one, and I didn't start with the first one. Oh, we'll see. But I, you know, why that happened though is because I, because I IMDb'd Matt Reeves' Apes movie, and he didn't direct the first one. No, he did the the last two. Yes. So, but I, so I jumped in in the middle one. I still haven't seen the third, but that freaking second one is amazing. Yeah, binge watch one, two, and three, and it'll you'll see a progression of the characters and, and why they are. It was it's great. So, um, and I think I heard some people saying this on a podcast, but it it after hearing that like talking to my friend and i'm like oh i've only seen the freaking i thought i saw the first one um it clicked what someone had said and i forget the podcast that matt reeves can it's impressive that he didn't direct the first one because that shows you as i said like from what i've seen i love it um a lot of stuff clicked for me as batman as i was watching like this guy could do gotham this guy could do character this guy could do special effects this guy could do practical dialogue um emotion everything action friggin action dude like forget it i mean he's got it all um but it was that he can pick up a franchise that he didn't start really well yeah you know he didn't direct that first one he didn't but it from what i heard and saw in the trailer and stuff of the first one like he really did pick up on the visual tone, the take, um, everything that was not originally his, which is interesting. And then he actually co-wrote the third one. So this is a writer-director. This is another exciting thing that I brought up um, on, I forget what show it was, but like this is the first time, or maybe it was our show. I think it was when you were on uh, our return episode. This is the first time we're getting a writer-director um, as the filmmaker of a Batman movie, like Tim Burton, any of them aren't really writers. Yeah. And this would have been something that, that Ben Affleck would have done as well. Yes. That's what I was excited about with Affleck. Yes. Yeah. But he bought out as, as a, as a writer director and he was just going to act it. But then, but then of course that got, you know, canceled and, and he's yeah, originally he was going to write, direct and act. Exactly. That's right. 
Yeah. You imagine if Batman wrote and directed himself in a movie? Yeah. Which you know it would have it would have been fine because I, I believe I'm mistaken. I want to believe that I want to I want to say he actually did or directed Gone Girl, which was his his which was okay for him to do that. So you know. Yeah, he definitely could have done it. I think he once he was up against it though, he was just like that's so much for me to do. And I think he had also signed on for other movies, so time wise it was almost impossible. Yeah. Um I don't doubt his abilities at all to have done all those things. I think even if he got into the thick of it and realized like, all right, I gotta step back a little bit, at least it would have been his script, you know, therefore a lot of his movie um and he would have basically whoever stepped in to help like he could have co-directed as the actor i really wanted to see that 100 percent bad flag movie well i know that's something that that's sort of like but that's never gonna happen now sort of like i want to see Zack snyder's uh uh cut from justice league which we'll never see so release the snyder cut right <laughs> awesome um, so yeah, because I think we talked about the Matt Reeves Batman, but that news hadn't come out last time we talked. Yeah, yeah, it was still up in the air. So it's been confirmed now what he officially wants to do and when the movie will actually come out. So, oh, finally, dude, like we're getting a freaking Batman movie again. Yeah, I hate to sound spoiled, but it's just to me like if I get a Star Wars movie every ten minutes, that's a lot harder to make than a Batman movie. And then the last one wasn't even that good. And it wasn't. And I, I honestly, I, I've sat through fifteen minute chunks of Solo and still haven't finished it, dude. Yeah. And, and I have an entire corner of my apartment devoted to Star Wars toys. And Solo Man is now on Netflix, <laughs> so you can just. That's where I've been trying to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't even watched it yet, but oh. but, I, but I have it. I wouldn't recommend it, dude. Like, I didn't watch it for, mind you, I started this attempt like a month ago. I just had no interest. Yeah. But now we're getting negative. But I think that it's weird that, like, you know a major studio is not putting out more Batman movies. You know, Batman does sell. I mean, if, if I were them, I would have planned to have a movie out this year on their 80th anniversary, but that was bad marketing and it just couldn't get it done. Oh, st hopefully starting to film summer 2019. They're saying, yeah, uh, they would have made so much money if it came out this year, but then again, it's like it is the Game of Thrones thing of like, I never complain about how long I have to wait for a new throne season because in 10 years, they've never disappointed me. <laughs> there have been seasons that are slower. Maybe like rewatch ability is not as strong, but they have never disappointed me. Yeah. So it's like, let them take their time, man. Maybe that's what has been going on with uh the batman yeah the batman which you, you have to name it you have to call it that because that's what it was when it first came out the batman with the hyphen <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> i 
everything's the the Suicide Squad, the Batman. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Kick ass, man. Um, so yeah, what did you think? Any Toy Fair news for you for uh, Diecast? No, uh, not from me. Like I said, I just mentioned what what was displayed in, in Toy Fair with the with the three inch figures, but nothing diecast uh, besides the ones that I mentioned earlier. Um, but again, that's it's still too new. Uh, a lot of times, Toy Fair doesn't want to, you know, basically show their hand. But I do. I would say that give give it a month or two, you'll see some stuff come out um, diecast wise especially in my realm of Batmobiles um, because it's just a great, it's going to be a good year. I mean, this is, this is the year he's, he's turning 80 years old. Hell yes. So if, if I were marketing uh, toy companies in diecast, I would be basically trying to get in on this because this is going to make them a lot of money. Um, you know, <coughs> and they're, they're also looking at, I've heard looking at a new um, cartoon as well a batmobile cartoon a batman cartoon. <laughs> yeah a new one what really yeah so i i've heard that don't say things like that unless they're happening i'm, I'm telling you i heard that one of my sources so uh... I, i've been watching uh i've been watching uh young justice and just and I, every time i see batman have a have an appearance i just turn like a girl, little girl right start to you know, shake because, man, I mean, come on, who who wants not who wants to be a part of the Batman family? Oh, me, I do. <laughs> you know, I, I would give my right leg to be a, a Robin. So, <laughs> you're so right, dude. Oh my god, I get so excited when he's on screen in that show. I'm like, hell yeah! And Bruce Greenwood kills it. He's just cool. I mean, he's he's calm. He's cool. I mean, and hence and hence why Superman says. This is why Batman is the most deadliest person alive. Yeah. <laughs> if have you read Tower of ba of Babel? That's yeah. Read that. Read that trade. You'll see why he's the most most feared person alive. And dare I say it most? Ah, uh, so true, man. Batman is the man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all I got. <laughs> I wouldn't say that's all. That was a lot of material, my friend. <laughs> you know, when I when I come on again, I'll, I'll I'll just have more because every day is something different. You know, every day I, I know what's what's gonna what's gonna happen. You know, so I have sources that that I that I talk to that I see. So really, nothing really escapes my I guess my my vision when it comes to. Batmobiles or diecast or what's going on. So, all of the information to show, whether it be something that's diecast, diecast figures, whatever it may be. So, I look forward to come on your show whenever I'm needed. Ah, you are the man. Yes, and also look forward to, um, not just as a co-correspondent coming on the show on a regular basis. Tim also uh, said he'd like to do some, uh. Like store updates and other updates straight to Anchor, which will be cool because it'll, you know, they could be as short as five to 10 to 15 minutes and it'll be kind of like little news uh, segments like there would be on a, a news podcast feed, which I've wanted to do and I do to an extent on another show that I have on the network Update Nerd Style. Um, recently, we've been doing longer episodes gaming. I haven't 
I've had uh, Owen Kinnear on that show, or he's been doing it. I shouldn't say I've had him. He's um, taken a lot of initiative and done stuff on that show. But point is, I love the idea of, and a collectible show is cool because it's very news uh, heavy. So like, and store updates happen all the time and reveals happen all the time. And with the ability of Anchor to literally pick up your phone, um, Tim will be able to do that. And I think I want to start doing that too, because I go to Target quite frequently and look around and take pictures and post it to the Instagram. Um, so I might as well just do like an audio version of the rundown of those pictures every once in a while and just throw it up on the feed. Awesome. Sweet. So is there anything else you wanted to say? Um, I guess, I mean, we recorded for a while, so, and I already did a Toy Fair episode. I don't want to take more of your time. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm good on my end. Um, I look forward also to uh, the new the new wave of Migos that are Target exclusives coming out. Yeah, these are the 14 inch. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have a quite a, I have a few. I have, um, of course, Batman, um, Batgirl, and Superman. So looking forward to getting more characters. Hopefully, they'll do a Robin. There's a Poison Ivy. Yeah, I, I passed on her, man. I just didn't feel like I needed to get her. So. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so we'll you know we'll 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 go from there man and see what happens oh we also the one thing uh, i should mention from toy fair uh and you know we'll keep talking about stuff from toy fair it's inevitable on our show oh yeah uh before i forget check out it once again c506.net uh for my rating there and these are the guys gracias to uh c506 to johan the editor um it's, they're from costa rica and have you know become one of the biggest if not the biggest uh geek site out of latin america especially for collectibles so i'm very honored to write for them and they got me press passes for this blessed event that is toy fair <laughs> um so yeah my writing is on c506 and then of course i've been um posting not just the podcast to batmanbeyondpodcast.com and um, the CBI site, comicbookintl.com. But also I've been writing not, you know, extensive stuff on those, uh, but some of them I do have some longer pieces. And the point is there's a bunch of Toy Fair coverage in written form as well as a pod and video form. And check out, uh, while we're talking about it, Comic Book INTL on YouTube as well, on the YouTube channel. Subscribe there. And you're going to see a couple... Toy Fair videos, and I'm going to keep posting those as well because I have a bunch of footage that I haven't posted yet. So look out for all that stuff. All right. All right, Tim Jack, thanks for coming back. Oh, sorry, the one thing, uh, Jada Toys, that's another thing we got coming up. Daryl from Jada Toys, I talked to him. I couldn't get an official interview, but I did. He gave me like five minutes of his time, and he showed me all the Batmobiles that they had. Awesome. Uh, at the J yeah at the Jada booth it was awesome yeah um and the point is that he's gonna come they have a Jada cast a Jada podcast oh cool yeah he's like yeah I'm gonna he's like oh well, I do a podcast for the company I was like what's it called he's like Jada cast <laughs> okay <laughs> I was like makes sense appropriate yeah. and I said I'm like I like that because not enough shows make it clear what the thing is and they just have titles where it's like is that a podcast what is that um if you can use the word cast i'm saying use it yeah <laughs> uh clearly i like that for dc collecticast but yeah he said he's gonna come on dc collecticast so we'll get to talk to and of course 
uh, you'll get to geek out and ask him whatever you want on the show. Awesome. So thank you for listening to DC Collecting Guys. Check out our Toy Fair coverage. Episode 10 of all episodes, last episode, is all the Toy Fair coverage. And finally, uh, Tim Jack's episode, our return episode of DC Collecting after our hiatus. Um, yeah, episode 9. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming. And, Tim, looking forward to your updates and for you coming back on the show, man. I mean, I appreciate it, man. I really do. And thank you. All right. Keep collecting. Okay. <laughs> we need a send-off. we got to figure that out, too. We will one day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to you soon, man. Thanks, bud. Bye-bye. All right. All right.